Geoloon just hangs off of the eastern horizon, indicating morning or dawn on hearth. Underneath Eftoki lie rocky bogs where a basilisk known as the Matriarch once inhabited. Now that the Matriarch has been felled by our PCs, the caravan route is safe for those traveling out of Eftoki heading southward and then eastward, which is what our party is planning on doing. We join them as they pack up just after they pack up and are boarding onto several wagons with several prisoners from Stormford in tow, as well as a large handful of traders from Eftoki. A large caravan, lots of numbers, on some dangerous roads outside of the kingdom of Evervale. caravan starts rocking large thick tapestries of silvered scale drape over the goods heading southward there are times where you can find your ways nestled into uh, various compartments on the caravan as you make your way south So we are with the rest of the crew, yes? We're in a convoy. Mm-hmm, yes. Okay. Nobody was left behind. Nobody was left behind. There was a few that were, uh, that had gone with and stayed with the longbow after, uh, mm. after oh. a note left by Ty. I was going to ask, what did we do with the boat? Yeah, okay. The extra boat? Ah, uh, yes. That will be going with Lorcan and those who are splitting off to head back toward Evervale. Or okay. at least back toward in that direction. So Captain Botox is staying on the longbow in Aftoki? Captain, Captain Longbow Captain Buttocks with the longbow is going to be taken with Lorcan, and they are going to take their two ships and okay. head eastern eastward as you take a slew of prisoners south. Okay. And, uh, sorry. Mm, Do we know where east are they going? They have not mentioned. Okay. (sighs) All right. So, who is on the caravan with me? We're split in two, yes? There are three caravan uh, wagons, so they're about like 15 feet each. They're 15 feet long. Uh, And there is also two horses each. And uh, you can be in whichever configuration you'd all like to be on. Um, There are some times where people are uh, walking. There's just, there's like, I think I I have 12 or so prisoners are with you. Let me see what I have here. Uh, I have 12 or so prison. Where are the hell are my notes? 
plastic. Uh, we have 12 prisoners uh, from uh, Stormford, so some of the, um, the liberated prisoners. We also have six of Toki orcs that are going to be uh, manning a bunch of... There's two on each wagon, uh, and then there's going to be, of course, the four of you as you make your way uh, onto the, the caravan here. Okay. Of course, Brother Sykes is with you as well. I don't think of anybody else, any other NPCs that you have ha you have tailing the, with you, uh, Lorkin, and uh, Red Devon, and Captain Buttocks have taken the other boats back toward whatever they're heading toward, but away from Eftoki. Right. And how big is each a caravan? There are these carts. These carts, yeah. These wagons are about fifteen feet. Mm, okay. And are they covered? Are they open? Uh, there is some covering, but it's like partial covering. It's not. It's not like they have some leather tarps. Yeah, they have them. some like uh, silvered okay. uh, scaled tarps from you would presume from the basilisk that are all stitched together. Uh, that would, of course, act as some sort of tarp or some sort of soft covering. Mm. But uh, they seem to be in pretty good spirits uh, as they. Uh, haven't been able to make any sort of trade southward for a while. Uh, they do speak, um, or at least uh, um, uh, you did hear that they were going to try to head towards Agershaw, and then, of course, they are going to try to go uh, west as well. But they do know that you and your the numbers that they have with you uh, do want to go uh, east. Sorry. So they will make their way east toward Blue Falls, and probably their last stop is going to be Trader's Reach. Okay. Who is who is riding this caravan with us right now? Are we riding the caravan? Are, are we driving? You are not or... driving. You are just riding. There are several. Okay. Um, you are taking turns from some of these. Uh, liberated prisoners are, are walking up the side of this caravan, as well as uh, you probably swapping every once in a while with trading and, and walking as, as they do. Uh, Brother Sykes, though, has not stepped to walk. He's usually is uh, sitting on the, the cart this whole time. Uh, the two, uh, there's two orcs, each from Eftoki, who are manning the carts. I'm on the outside, and I'm walking along with the cart then. Right. I'm sitting on the front one, but I have the crow pro set up on the back one, looking backwards. Okay. God, I forgot about the crow pro. And I've threatened everyone not to touch it. Okay. All right. I love that thing. Ty is periodically throwing up from the horrific, <laughs> yeah. mind-wrenching sensation of looking forward and behind himself at all times. <laughs> Time he blinks, it's, a, it's like a... a flash of the the rear view camera that's just uh, it, i'm completely fine that's just anxiety and depression oh yeah there's, if there's you, it's exactly it's, if you play vr you get used to it i guess exactly. <laughs> exactly. i think so, i've been uh, very quiet this morning though since we left okay <laughs> I, I i asked the driver of the of the one i'm on i'm in the front with ty I ask if there are any more basilisks around. Should, is it safe to be looking around the way we are or no? 
think we're like out of basilisk territory. Right? Yeah, you are heading out of basilisk territory, of course. Um, okay. You are. Um, sure. Yeah, there is. As like, I think you. I think there is a moment where you ask the the driver. He turns and. And you're not quite sure if you can translate orc, um, but I think Varsha then chimes in and says, I think we're out of Right. Okay. In that case, I'm not so weary to look out and look around my surroundings. Yeah, as you pass through, the uh, the morning starts to uh, give way to a, a bluish-white light as the sun, or I'm sorry, as Geolune uh, crests over the eastern uh, horizon. And uh, you start to hear uh, the birds and wildlife of a changing environment between this boggy, rocky landscape as you head southward. Have any of you made it this far south before? At least this far out of I have not. Kingdom? I also have not. I have never ventured this far from the Empire before. There's nothing out here for me. I just want to kill the God King. Mm -hmm. Same girl, same. So a couple of hours go by, pretty uneventful, as you do. Um, could I give one of you roll me a d6? I'll do it. Five. Okay. As you make your way toward the... Uh, upward or an intersection up ahead. Uh, there are several. I have this. I have moving this this uh, fl this feather freely here, but it is actually uh, a couple of days. Every one of these hexes a, a day, so um, I should probably stop moving it so freely. But uh, as you start moving ahead, and a couple hours go by, uh, you do see up ahead there is what looks like to be. Uh, a band of humanoids. Uh, at first, uh, Ty, uh, at first you see that there are only four as you make your way a bit closer. How big do they look? Six feet or so at the at average. Are they armed? Are their weapons drawn? Uh, they do have, they do have weapons, but they are not drawn. Okay. Uh, and I'm sorry, they, these these people were in our way up ahead. Up ahead, they're not in your way, but they are up uh, up ahead. It looks like they are uh, stopping for a moment, and at least they see you as your caravan starts to wheel by. As you get closer, it looks like they sort of nod at you as you all pass, and then several of them, they look to be elves now as you get closer. Their angled features, their long hair that flows under some of their hats and helmets, um, and 
you do notice as they turn their head and look and then start to talk to each other that they do have these pointed ears and they look and it seems as if they are surveying the ca the caravan and questioning the company on this envoy. Um, I know I'm not, but is Smith still wearing like the very clear sworn <laughs> armor? Or are you in disguise? I don't imagine that I would be uh, yeah. in disguise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just that I, I check. I don't see Mr. I... Smith. Uh, which caravan is he in? He's walking beside our caravan, okay. I think. All right. Yeah. Uh, is this a new day? Uh, this is a new day, yes. Okay, so may I roll uh, for my uh, daily potions? Of course you can. Experimental potions. Okay. One and three. Uh, that would be... If my brain wants to walk. Uh, healing and resilience. Nice. Yeah, one is healing. Yeah. Nice. So... Caravan wheels by. They speak to each other in a... Does anyone speak Elvish? I speak Gonda, come on. Might, actually. Let me just look. Uh -huh. I do. Oh, All my. Right. Make me a perception. Um, okay. I am going to say, please keep this in consideration that I don't think I would be fluent. I think I probably understand battle commands. So, okay. because that's probably what they would teach us. Okay. Um, I definitely wouldn't probably understand most conversational stuff. I don't think. Um, all right. Sorry. What did you want me to roll? Perception. Right. Okay. Thirteen. Um, I guess it would be more of an insight. What's your insight? We'll just add it on to this. Uh, ooh, roll that for you. Okay. Um, so well, it would be a seventeen four. because of the so thirteen. Four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, I think you see as they start start to turn and talk to each other. Um, you can't quite pick up any of the words that they're using, um, but you do pick up with their their mannerisms and their body language that they are definitely interested, um, and they also seem disappointed. They're interested in the caravan, but they're disappointed at either its company or Interesting. either its cargo but they seem to sort of like, it's almost as if you get the feeling that a group of bandits are watching a, a huge fish go by, right? They're like, this is too big for us to snag. And um, it's almost like that sort of feeling where you're like, okay. oh, well, ha ha. Uh, we're, we're too big of numbers for you to be, to, to take. Uh, so I think that's sort of what, what you're getting off of that as they sort okay. of, 
as you pass by. But this is a, uh, a realization as this sort of interaction happens and a reminder that you are not in Evervale. You are not in the kingdom anymore. Um, yes, you are still on the spine, but out here it's hard to say who is the ruler if not Carantir. And you all know very little about Carantir and the Elvish Empire. That is just right. to the southwest. By the way, I'm staring at all of them. If any of them make eye contact with me, I do that thing where you just stare back at them, stone-faced. I'm doing the exact same thing outside. Yeah, okay. I think, uh, make me intimidations, both of you. Nineteen. Okay. Eighteen. Yeah, so the both of you, uh, as you sort of make your way, there are uh, several who have uh, their hand just like resting on uh, a quiver that is at their waist or at their the lower back. Uh, and as it's just sort of resting there, almost like a, like a power move, like don't try anything sort of thing. Um, they look over and catch eyes with you, Smith, and you staring they start to flick their eyes away from their target being you as uh, it is just too much for them to bear. And the same tie goes with you as one looks back, I think toward the front of the vessel or towards the, the front of the caravan. And you're probably, your head is probably craned around staring right back. Um, and yeah, as they sort of once again, try to survey what they can, they turn to, to each other, and then as the caravan slowly passes by, so do the elves. Um, uh, I close my eyes, I'm now watching out of the crow pro. Okay. What they do. Yeah, as, you're, uh, as you look outside of the, the crow pro and you look out the back, um, not much has changed, a lot of them uh, sorry about that. Uh, a lot of them start to then look at, uh, so weird internet thing. My gaming computer now is the one that is a little weird and my streaming one's fine. So we may get some weird hiccups. There can be only one. I know. Apparently, apparently that's what's going on. So, uh, let me know if anything weird just happened besides that, but sometimes it spikes for a second. So anyway, um, as you look out of the back of the, the crow pro right toward the in the distance, you do see that uh, not much changes. They sort of talk to each other, and they're all, I think all four of them at least start to stare. And then uh, over some time, two others come out of the bushes, and they start to then report and start to chat to each other. But at this point, they are just figures in the distance. I yeah. talk to Tai. Okay. Yes? Oh, you said you said my name? I think I lost clean feed. Perfect. I did. One second, Will. One second. Hello? I was okay. going right. to ask if you knew what they were or who they were. 
What did it what look like? What was elves? Okay. But uh, elves. Don't they come from that island to the west? Why are they inland? I don't know. They're brigands. They're on the fucking road. Robbing people. Okay. So there's likely to be more than four in that case. There must be a camp nearby. Yeah, probably. There's too many of us. Okay. They're probably at one wagon, but three. All of us on it. Probably not worth their time. Right. Hopefully. Yeah, ain't worth her time. Damn, I think the players will have to help me out here, but I seem to recall after the Basilisk encounter, we collected some magical items, yes? Yes. Yes, you did. Do the players who collected them remember what they got? Uh, Yes, I got a, a cloak, but I don't know what it does. Okay, there was also something we inside the gonna... pocket of the cloak, yes? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Okay. All right. Just so I remember, because I haven't identified those for you. Hey. Would you like to do that now? I-, I would like to once we have time. We're still in a caravan, and I, d- I don't know where Vasha is, if she's on my caravan or not. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd say that I am. Okay. All right. Uh, did anybody else have anything uh, just while I'm getting my things together? I, I, I don't recall. I don't remember. There was a ribbon, but I don't think it's magical. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, in that case, let me see. Let me think. Let me think. Uh, all right. I understand. So uh, you said you had this cloak, yes? Ms. Yes. Vasha? Yeah. Um, all right. If you would like, I can look into it for you to see if maybe perhaps it uh, you can do something with it. Or if it's useful for you. I nod. Sure. Okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, <laughs> don't thank me yet. So I reach into my uh, alchemist kit and I, I get uh, six or so sticks. They look rather, you know, Wild, you know, not uh, hewn or anything, and I form them into a frame. Yes, like a rectangular frame, and I take the uh, a vellum scroll from my inventory as well, and I affix it to it so it looks like uh, almost like a parchment frame. And then I take the cloak, and then I affix it to the frame on the other side using more sticks and I bind them together. So on one side, it's the vellum. On the other side, it's the, you know, it's it's the cloak. I'm, I'm then going to get what looks like a bar of soap, but nothing comes off when I rub it on it. It looks like soap to you, but maybe perhaps it's not something else. And I'm going to rub it on the vellum side of the, uh, of this contraption I have made. I'm and you know, a lot you know, like silk screening. Right? Yes, yes. That's sort of what's like, happening here, that sort of process. Like a mixture of six screening and maybe even, you know, like how you make rubbings on trees, you mm-hmm. know, with charcoal. Yeah. Like that. And that's where the uh this block comes in as I rub the uh the vellum. And as I do, you kind of see what looks like 
runes, but it doesn't make any sense for just, you know, like a skin scroll to just have runes on it or whatever. But something shows up and it looks like perhaps I can make out what what it is. There's a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, what looks like spellwind or some kind of gas emanates from the scroll. And uh, I've cast a ritual of identification on the uh, on the cloak. Okay. Um. Hmm. Trying to figure out how I want to give this to you. Go ahead and roll me a d18. Okay. A d18. If my keyboard works. Okay, this is actually going to be really weird. Ask me, or um, uh, roll me 18 d18s. 18 d18s. Yep. Okay, I'm going to do you one one less and roll okay. you 17 because I've rolled one already. Okay. This is going to be really weird. But this so is going to be fun for you, I hope. D18s. Okay. Okay. All right. So 186 is the full number. Perfect. That's not what I need, but thank you. Otherwise, right, so... you have all these individual numbers there. Jet gains that much HP permanently. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And I grow in size to match. <laughs> Uh, if, take, 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 take your time for a second. Um, is anyone else doing anything during this while I try to make a small puzzle? What? A small puzzle? Um, I think I am, I am just paying attention to how he does this. I think I would normally be watching him. Sorry. Damn it, PB, fill the time. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I could ask him how he's doing. I am sitting in almost silence this morning. So I'm also just watching him and everything around me. Hmm. I think, if anything, um, I've just been um, keeping a peripheral eye on the elves. Um, But beyond that, I'm just staying very vigilant outside. I feel like that's the thing that I can do to contribute right now. Wonderful. Okay. So, as you are looking at these runes, these markings, Mm -hmm. gosh, it's making this a puzzle for me to do. Uh, they start to display in a random order okay that is not unlike you have seen before when you identify things like this But there are several 
translations as you like sort of go through your notes you start to you start to see uh, and start to put together and decipher what it is that is being displayed in front of you. Okay. Just give me a second, I'm sorry. All right. Um, give me one second. Uh, okay. Whatever this is, is a very diff very, uh, novel, Miss Vasha. But, uh, I'm sure I can make some sort of, uh, shape of it th th there was something else wasn't there if i recall correctly uh it's in the pocket and i'll pull in it the out pocket. Yep. okay all or right I'll point to it rather since you've got it i don't want to touch R it right we can we can do that later i think um i think i'd uh walk up to one of the other uh Orcs, do do uh, did any of them that have joined us on this trip? Uh, do any of them speak common? Would I know that? I mean, I've gone around town now a few times. Yeah, I um make me. Uh, yes, there is one that speaks broken broken common. Okay. I think I'd approach them, um, maybe a few minutes after we pass those elves. And, uh, I walk up and I say, Did you know those elves? You seen them before? I've seen, uh, many elves before. Those elves, though? No. You know them? No, I do not know them. Should we be worried? Uh, no, I think we're... I think we're alright. We have many number. There is nothing to worry about for us. But... Uh, nah, I don't think so. As he sort of takes a moment to think, um, you do read no, like... Uh, insight required or anything, but you do see uh, that he does genuinely believe that there's really nothing to worry about. Um, I think what could have been is highway bandit robber who uh, tried to take. Uh, I understand. Yeah, but there are too many of us. Mm. But I also, they were not wearing um, quarantine, quarantine, color tavern. Yes. So most right. likely bandits. Likely, yeah. 
Have you fought with him before? Osna. The currently of the elves from the south. Really, uh, uh, not bad. Uh, good in trade. Uh, several arms and weapons, but, uh, of course, if you uh, dressing like you are, are a part of... Uh, points to your armor for a second. Uh, in the other kingdom, it could be a bit of... Uh, um, uh, rude. It can be rude for them. Like uh, some statement. Like a challenge or something. You know? Yeah. At least that's how we are. If you walk into a... You have talkie wearing uh, uh, enemies uh, or uh, 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 color or uh, tablet, we're going to fight. We're going to be mad, huh? Yeah. Uh, All right. Are you uh, uh, with, uh, with the Empire or really? No. Unfortunately, uh, the markings don't come off my armor. I can, um, I can, I can make my armor do a lot of things, but, um, hiding the marking, I can only do it so often. You make it yours. Armor. Some of it. A gift? I wouldn't call it a gift. Ooh. But I think its intent was to be a gift. Rasimekada. Here. Sort of nods in agreement. This is a bit of a, a, you carry it a memorial like um, of the dead, like a fallen brother or sister or a looted from enemy, spoils of war. <laughs> It might be all of those things, and it might be none of them. I'm sorry if that doesn't make a lot of sense, but... I don't have a better way to explain it. Is he sort of nods in agreement? And turns uh, back toward the road? Starts talking orcish to the. You could tell he's sort of talking orcish to the horses as the horses start to pick up pace a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, a small rocking motion uh, almost knocks you off of uh, balance, but you're able to, of course, uh, adjust and remedy that. Yeah. Well, I'm outside walking on the. Uh, oh yes, that's true. Walking yeah. next to the so caravan. Walking next to him as he's yeah. as he's. Yeah, yeah, I think um, he may then uh, talk to the, the horses and they move a little bit. And it's just like one or two mile an hour quicker than your speed just to like get out of the awkward conversation sort of thing, you know. 
Yeah. And then I, um, then I suppose that I would return to, uh, just kind of keeping an eye out. Yeah. It's probably obvious to anyone that knows me or anyone in the group that I am purposefully staying away from the caravan. Mm-hmm. I think, um, as you are making your way towards the outskirts or toward the, um, as you're sort of off the, the beaten path here, Smith, uh, your feet do catch on a lot of hewn stone, um, not statues like, or, 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 um, or masoned in a way like they were, uh, like the basilisk yards or the swamps that were of the basilisk den, but you do start to see like old some cobbles or cobbles and uh some squared cubed bricks some of them in some sort of new uh uh polyhedral type uh shapes as you sort of make your way through uh they do remind you a lot of um the old dwarven architecture that is just sort of scattered throughout here another reminder uh that you live post sundering of of hearth and uh, it's not uncommon. Uh, usually, uh, when you do see uh, this sort of architecture, in the kingdom at least, it's usually repurposed uh, into different buildings and things like that. But out here in the wilderness, uh, there, are, um, there are just like old forgotten scraps of just architecture. Um, some are sunken into some of the bogs nearby. Uh, some are just off of the trail. Uh, there are some uh, broken uh, archways just off the trail, maybe toward the wood a bit, that you could see a, someone had made a camp near, or an unfortunate hunter uh, would make a camp near that is no uh, more. But there is still maybe a tarp or something that signifies that it was once a dwelling for someone. Uh, but not much uh, besides this reminder of an old age. As you sort of trod back to the Empire. What's going through your mind, Smith, as you sort of make your way through back to the kingdom? As back to the, It's not necessarily near there yet, but of course, what's going through your mind as you make this journey? I'm doing the thing where I'm trying to keep my mind occupied mm. with other things. I know a little bit about some of the Dwarven architecture. I speak Dwarven. Mm. And um, it's maybe one of those random hobbies that I think I might have. One of mm. the things that I think I'm curious about and might help in some way strategically here and there. So it's one of those things that I'm keeping an eye out for this these bits of dwarven architecture, anything that might stand out, mm. anything that, um, I'm, I feel like I'm always trying to put a puzzle together in my head and I'm not quite sure what that puzzle is. And I feel like we've been talking about these different sites and dwarven architecture and the sundering and I'm always a little bit curious about everything and I, I'm a, in the periphery of my mind, I feel like there's some kind of connection. So I'm probably always a little bit 
in my own head thinking about things wandering into that space mm-hmm. and thinking about all that yeah. and, and then alert and everything but then you start to find your way solving some sort of puzzle that you are unsure of mm-hmm. okay so i think that there's a lot of questions that crop up repeatedly a lot of wondering if the dwarves and their technology are related to the sites. Did their technology break the world? Did did they enter into some sort of feel like they they made many choices that maybe they had many opportunities to change the direction that things went in, and they didn't. And I'm wondering if we can learn anything from these remnants, these ruins. Those are typical thoughts that I would have. It is good to know. I think as you are making your way and you start to trip over and start to look and you're starting to, in your subconscious, start to figure out this, or at least try to figure out and think about this puzzle that's sort of happening in the periphery as you, of course, you are uh, are thinking, of course, about the Empire, the God King and things and protecting your friends and being a security detail, but of course, your subconscious is still working this puzzle. Uh, you do start to pick up various uh, scriptures and things on various ruins that are ruins, excuse me, ruins that are passing by. And uh, it does seem like there is some sort of at least holy site or at least the bricks and rubble from what you have um, discerned you are trotting in a holy area, um, this region. Um, some of uh, the marble that has been hewn uh, in some places that doesn't look like marble to the untrained eye, but uh, because it's been so uh, covered with ground cover and stained by mud, and things like that, but you're able to, I think, as you trip and you, with your iron boots, are able to scuff and scratch the surface of it, noticing that it is marble. And knowing, I think, a little bit about some of the dwarven architecture and maybe some dwarven culture, you know that marble is used a lot uh, in uh, holy temples and things like that as well. Uh-huh. Uh, so that indicates some sort of, well, when I say holy, I mean some sort of uh, like a place of uh, death and spirit. So uh, this could be some sort of site or grave site or at least some sort of burial um, region where whether or not you are standing on where the temple used to be or it's uh, three miles that way but you've noticed through the past couple of miles and couple of hours bits of this rubble nearby as almost if as almost if um, the building somewhere has exploded outward and just rubble and shrapnel is near and you are picking up on that sort of, those sort of clues as you make your way. DM? Yes. 
The cloak that I am identifying. Of course. What color is it? It is. The cloth. Uh, it the inside of it seems to be like a deepish green satin, uh, okay. and the outside is a red quilted cloak. Um, right. I and, think I have it. Okay. And what? And oh, sorry. You you are, you are explaining it still. Yeah. Yeah. And there's um uh, inside uh, there are uh, inside that there seems to be these. Uh, long ropey um, drawstrings that are around, usually that go around like the hood or so. Uh, and then there are the bristles of the rope seem to be uh, gnarled and uh, briar-like thorns, if you will. And uh, what, they are what a bit color stiff. are the uh, are the drawstrings? Uh, a black rope. Okay. All right. So with the words you gave me, I've come up with four words. Uh, one using all of the letters you gave me, and then three. Okay. So the three le- the three words I had were mist lined cape, because I guess because of that teal inlay, but okay. then the full word is displacement. So I don't know. I'm I'm coming up with mist lined cape of displacement right now. Uh, go ahead and take inspiration, and yes, Holy this shit. is a cloak of displacement. Fuck. Okay. I will copy this and put it in the chat. So yes, you have figured that it out. That was amazing. Is, there you go. So, uh, I, I remove the cloak from the uh, apparatus and I hand it over to Vasha and I say, uh, this is, uh, how best to put it, a cloak of displacement. And, um... In a second, the DM will tell me what it does. So I can tell you. <laughs> I was going to say, what does uh-huh. that do? <laughs> While you're wearing the cloak, it projects an illusion that makes you appear to be standing in a place near your actual location. No, stop. So, when you wear this cloak, you can project an illusion. I think that will allow you to appear like you are near to where you actually were. By how many feet, DM? Uh, just in a immediate, uh, I think it's yeah, just an immediate uh, place. So you could be within five feet of where it was. I think mechanically things have disadvantage toward hitting you. I see. Oh so, my lord! Okay. This so will like, come when something handy. attacks you, it, it projects an illusion that where they think they're attacking it is just not you. Much like a displacer beast would. Wow. Okay. There you go. <laughs> and I give oh, it to her. Uh, thank you. I glance over to Ty and consider if it would be more advantageous for Ty to wear it uh, than me. But because it's literally only right next to, I I don't know. Um, but I do look for a second. What are you doing, Ty? Are you just lost in thought? Um, I am... Um going to need you to roll an insight. All right. Can do. <laughs> 14. I'm just relaxing. Okay. Uh, then I will put the uh, put the cloak on. Okay. You go to put the cloak on. Mm-hmm. 
pretty comfortable. It's a little warm. There's it's double lined, so um, it does have mm-hmm. uh, it does have some warmth to it. There is still the smell of tenno on it, uh, which is really uh, either a blessing or a curse, depending. Uh, but uh, it does remind you of tenno as you do put it on. Uh, there is you are struck with uh, a bit of um, unease, I think, as it happens. But besides the uh, the emotional discomfort it is a rather comfortable cloak um the the black strings of the black ropes that are on the inside of the cape uh, actually can be uh formed around in these inner loops uh, much like um belt loops but in the inside so you can draw and uh, close it and the outer layer will uh, just sit um over uh the uh, over the ropes, the bristles of the ropes are a little, they do feel a little stiff, uh, much like, um, like unlike soft rope, like the rest of it is, the bristles of it feel like a bristles of uh, a broom. They do seem to be quill-like in uh, some sort of, uh, in, in some sort of feature as you uh, tie it around. And as you do, nothing really seems any different. Um, but as you do tighten it, uh, I think that is when uh, Jet, you notice that it starts. She starts to phase, sort of, and glitch, sort of, in and out as um, the. It does seem to be working as the okay. displacement is starting to shift your perception of where she may be standing. Uh, look down to where you are right now. I does do she so? see where she is, or does she see where she should be? She sees where she is. Okay. okay. Um, I'm going to try and just, I don't know, um, cautiously go up to her and try and poke on the, uh, the, the forehead? I don't know. It is difficult, but as like you get closer and you go to reach, um, the, the glitching like um, sort of uh, reality that seems to uh, display from your perception of her starts to... And, like, as you get closer, it seems to be more random and erratic. And as you reach out, you do miss for a second, but then you do find purchase. And as you do, it stops as your hand is on her. And then when you take it off, it starts to then flicker in things again. Almost as if it's your perception that it's affecting. Uh, And once you have your hand on it, it, you can't be fooled. But once your hand Uh is off, your perception starts to then get danced around again. Okay, um, and enjoy. <laughs> I'm going to sit back down and try and get my breath because that was kind of fucky. Yeah, it's it's definitely <laughs> weird. Um, you do notice, okay. uh, Varsha, when you untie it, it does mm-hmm. stop the effect. So like, uh, when it's tied okay. around your waist, you could like tie it for battle, and then it, it would happen, or you can, but I uh, can... keep it okay. just hanging, and it won't do that. All right, then I leave it just hanging. Then at this point, okay. And yeah, I think you both, after some moments, figure that out, and of course, yeah. Okay. There was one other thing, yes? This is yes, how you get the players addicted to identifying the... items. Yep, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, yes, it was in the pocket of the cloak, right? Yes. Yes. So, yeah, okay. I'll take it out and hand it to you. You pull out a stick that looks to be hewn from a uh, different stone. Um, the, it's layered, 
uh, on the handle, and then it's also been cut and hewn. So there looks like there's uh, jade, like a, a small thin jade, um, ivory, and also uh, amethyst. And of course, the uh, the jade and the amethyst will go really well with their contrast, but separated by the the white uh, ivory. And this is cut into the handle, hewn, and then a uh, the point of this stick does get elongated, and it looks like there are three um, tendrils that are chasing up toward the stick and towards the point of the stick. And uh, I will let you know what that is if you are going to identify it. Uh, yes. Okay. I slapped the apparatus there. I'll suspend it over and then just dangle it to make it tap onto the... Okay. After the vellum, like I did the dagger. This is definitely weird to do. I think I did it. As you uh, start to rub the this arcane soap onto the vellum, you start to then see this um, swelling of the vellum in different places that start to then uh, be these weird, interesting markings, and then you start to decipher what they are. And that is what you Magic see. Magic missile. It's exactly what it is, as you have a... Take uh, I can't have another inspiration, but you do have another uh, wand of magic missile. Okay. Who could use this? Um. So this looks yeah. like it. I guess. Um. It doesn't feel right for me to take it. What is that? It's a it's a wand of. Uh... So you see these tendrils that come off it. If you channel it at something, you can uh, b blast <laughs> them with magic energy. Why wouldn't you use it? Uh, I don't know. It it wasn't mine. I didn't know lock in. I know. Uh... I think it would probably I think it would probably oh, be tenor, most sorry. useful. That's all right. I think it would probably be most useful for you to have it. Kind of like a magical crossbow. Ah, uh, kind of, yes. Okay, I'll I'll hold on to it for now. And I pocket it away. I think as you are, as you're identifying these things, um, there are some of the, uh, there are some onlookers. Some of these prisoners are also watching as well. They seem to be in awe uh, as some of the orcs too, they're turning and looking 
as you were doing this that they've never seen anything like this before. And I don't know if any of you have ever seen anything like this before. This style of uh, reading um, arcane is just so unique and different when Jet does this sort of magic. Um, but yeah, nevertheless, you continue forward. The day goes by relatively uneventful. Um, the you are making a good amount of noise, so there is a chance that some of the the wildlife are at least being scared off by you, uh, or uh, word has traveled through the wood that there is a large uh, convoy or caravan making its way. You do, uh, for the rest of the evening, you do find some food and rations, of course, uh, because you are with the caravan, rations are going to come easy. Um, so that's not a big deal. But the Jialun does start to uh, set, and the aurora starts to dance into the evening sky, uh, indicating evening here on Hearth, as uh, the tone and the lighting sort of darkens a bit, but now in a deeper purple midnight color than uh, it once did when it was that like um, that tungsten white light that sort of happens during the day. Uh, the caravan starts to then slow, and uh, they end up stopping. They then start to undo some of the caravan, uh, like some of the horses, let the horses sort of wander and eat, and starting to indicate that they are done traveling for the day. Okay. I will. I will immediately like hop off and start helping because I'm assuming we're we're setting up camp now. Mm -hmm. So I begin to do go through the ritual sure, of doing that. Yeah. I think and they, yeah. they thank you uh, the best they can mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. as they do that. Uh, Smith, can I get a perception from you? I'll be doing that. Nine. Okay. Uh, so yeah, as you're making your way, trying to sort of, I, I assume you're still sort of doing a scouting around the area and things like that. I think I'm really badly, like, hiding the fact that I'm seeing what Varsha's doing. Mm -hmm. So my mind is sort of occupied while I'm trying to keep an eye out, which is never good. Okay. As... As you start to scout around the area, you notice that there is more of this marble stone-like feature. Um, uncertain if you are near the epicenter of whatever this could have, could have been, um, but you do take note. Ty, what are you doing at this time as the, the day winds to an end? Mm, I will set the crow pro up yeah. so as to watch the road. 
Okay. Uh, the way that we came from, because I don't trust those brigands to try and, you know, pinch a few things from us in the night. Um, and then uh, I will probably... I don't think... I don't think I would really do much of a scout of the area because we're out in the sticks still, right? We're like out in the fucking... Yeah, yeah. It's just as much as we've been out here and I'm getting used to it, realistically, uh, Ty is a city kid. You know, he's really at home in alleyways and cities and moving between people like Assassin's Creed when he walks into the group of people and then just moves off to the other side and climbs up the side of a building. So out here, uh, I don't think... Uh, I've spent much time out in the in the sticks so while I'll probably do like a scout around I'm just going to rely on if we come under attack I'll just kill them all then sorry yeah. I'll injure them uh, and if a creature comes after us then a creature comes after us we've got a bunch of people with us who probably know these roads better they probably know the area better so really I'm probably not doing a lot I probably yeah, would you're at the whim make of... a little uh, comfortable area but up against this, a tree maybe um, and pretty much just continue doing what I've been doing on the road every now and then I close my eyes I look through the crow pro literally I've set it up like a CCTV camera um, and I'll probably just prepare to have a a, a rest you know okay yeah. like that is it I'm just probably going to go to sleep <laughs> alright uh, uh, or if everyone's having dinner and stuff I'll just kind of mill around um, I, I doubt I even helped set much up other than my own little area. There, yeah, there's not much that like bedroll. you really could offer in the wilds, right? I mean, you, or at least you feel that way. Right. Okay. So I probably just kind of set up my own pack against the tree and then my own uh, bedroll um, and then just keep an eye on what everyone's doing um, and just keep an eye for anything that's out of place. I'm, I'm slightly aware that there was a, a group of brigands on the road earlier on in the day and that they might want to follow us. In my head, I'm like, that's what I would do. Like, there's too many of them, but they've still got shit, so maybe I can go and wait for them to settle down for the evening and then sneak in at night and pinch a few things off of some sleeping people or grab right. some stuff off the carriages. That's what um, you do. That's what I would do. Um, and when it comes to animals and shit, I don't know what the fuck is out here, so I'll just deal with it when it tries to bite me or turn me to stone again or something. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think I probably just... Relax against a tree. Okay. Sort of half watching, but really not. Probably the same as as Smith. Really, it's like just distracted, but by my own thoughts and what's going on, and not really focused too much on what's happening. Again, there's a lot of us. We're not going to hide from anything. Yeah, so. it's hard. Yeah. Okay. Make me a perception. Nineteen again. You notice, um, as you're sort of just scanning around, you notice that Smith has been wandering toward the outside of this, um, of this camp, at least. Uh, the, it's either, I think he keeps checking in as well with Varsha, as well as the caravan and the convoy, but you do notice... Non-verbally, by non the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Non-verbally, as this sort of happens... Uh, and, uh, but you do notice that Smith has kept his distance for a lot of the way, 
And now it seems to be, now that it's slowed down, he seems to extend his reach a bit more as he's sort of bushwhacking on the outside um, and like slogging through some deep puddles, uh, but still trying his best to at least be security detail um, or stay far from the group. Um, but that is what you were able to pick up as uh, with your 19, as he's not doing a great job for you hiding, um, but it doesn't look like he's hiding at all, as if he's just has wandered off and is just either deep in his mind thinking or is checking in with how far he should be away from the convoy. Cool, yeah, I don't really care if Smith gets eaten by something right now. Yeah, that's super fair. Smith, make me an arcana. Twenty-three. As you're walking through, like you're sort of, as you're sort of taking this time to walk through the the outskirts of this campsite, trying your best to, to scout and be security detail like we mentioned. But um, there are times where your mind does start to wander into, where are we? What is this place? Um, and you start to think about, is there a site nearby? Is uh, what happened to the dwarves? Uh, I do know a little bit of it. Is the sundering? And you start to just, you start to Anxiety starts to spike in the concern about sights, about dwarves, about the sundering, about where you are. Um, I think at this moment, uh, a lot of... I think a lot of thoughts flood in about how foreign this entire place is for you. So you do your best to try to piece things together. And as you do, you start to read some inscriptions on some rocks nearby, and you start to then piece together where this epicenter of wherever this could be. And you do notice that a, a purple wisp starts to then breeze through the air and dances through some of the vegetation a briar brush uh, moves for a second, indicating that wind has just tickled its branches. But as it does, it then, the, this lavender gust starts to then lick its way up onto, it looks like a back of a spectral image of some sort of figure, slogging just into the distance uh, as it starts to make its way through and you see a spectral image of uh, a, a shorter humanoid uh, and as it starts to move brush away and as it does, the hand does not move through the brush, but it does the actions like it was. The brush still there unmoving as it then parts the brush and walks, seemingly walks through it. And as it does literally walk through the vegetation just out of sight. And it looks like it starts to go up a hill. How far away from us? About 200 feet from camp. But away from camp. But walking away from camp. 
I don't think that my curiosity outweighs my duty right now. Which is in my head that if people don't trust me but I still have some sort of connection to Varsha and I still have some obligation to her that I need to do my best to protect audio there for a second. I'm here. Um, he said, um, that is something that I'm struggling with. Okay. Um, but ultimately, I think that, um, I think I would stay with the camp and, um, I'd probably walk over to, I think I'd walk over to, um, anyone else that's keeping guard and I think that does include Ty. Okay. And I would probably um, just mention what I saw and to keep a keep a good eye out. But I'll um, I'll approach Ty probably last. There's something out there. Some kind of spirit thing. It's moving around. You just lose audio again? Hello? I can hello 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 that was weird okay um we saw something out there some wisp of energy or something just keep an eye out aye aye ghosts did you want to go and get it don't know anything about this area. We've already set up camp. Don't know if it's leading us into some kind of trap. Yeah, well, we'll just tell everyone and watch out, and if anyone starts acting weird or wandering off in the night, well, deal with it then. I nod once and walk away. What are you thinking, Ty? Thinking I fucking hate ghosts. Because you can't eat ghosts. Always hated ghosts. 
and they don't bleed. Which is fucking annoying. We ever dealt with the You can kill it. I think I've dealt with probably a few things like that, yeah. Weird hauntings or like spirit things or things what don't bleed. Anything what don't bleed. Red Devon always used to tell me was a bloody nightmare to deal with. Bleeds, it can kill it, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. So that's one thing, but it does mean that it's even more difficult for me now because I don't really cut things as much, you know? But I'm trying not to. So what, can you knock out a ghost? So I'm trying to think about ways that I would kill a ghost. Like getting the fuck off. Using a stick. Then I think about Jet. Because Jet would probably be a pretty good ghostbuster. And then I look around for Jet. Oh, I am uh, by the caravan just minding my business. Oh, Jet. Uh, uh, yes? You know how to deal with ghosts or spirits or wisps or whatever the fuck? With what? Ghosts and things, I don't know, what ain't corporeal. Um, DM. Yes. Would I have any idea if ghosts are real? That is entirely it up to you. So I want to put into your hands if ghosts, the undead, non-corporeal, death, death magic. Is, is that something that people within the magical side of the Empire would have any fleeting inf information about? Because I know that we have an entire state called Deadwood, so maybe, I don't know. Or Dead, Dead Grove, sorry. Dead Grove, yeah. The... Mm -hmm. There are always talks of spirits that walk in the night, or of course, near and around Dead Grove, there's always ghost stories, right? Um, but that's okay. sort of always what it's been in Evervale. Um, not many people, uh, not many people go around and talk about their times going and ghost busting or hunting ghosts, or um, usually they show up and then they, dis they disperse. Um, right. But not there hasn't been many violent acts from undeath in a long time. Okay. So usually it's just a it's just a ghost story or a, or a legend, you know. Right. I um. I turn to Ty and I say, in theory, yes. Um. I may have ways. If we find a creature not of this plane or not of this life, I may have ways to help you so you can at least attack, you know, so you can land purchase on them. I can uh, look and see if maybe, maybe perhaps I... One of your items... If we're going to fight ghosts, are we fighting ghosts? I don't know. It's 
Smiths or something wandering around out there, like a wisp or something. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> give me one. Give me. Give, give me. Give me one minute. I, I. I think maybe I can find something for you that can allow us to. Ah, let me see. Ah. Uh, okay. Right. Okay. Hold that thought. Give me 30 seconds. I'll be with you. And you see me run uh, round the corner, almost embarrassed. Um, I throw out a whole bunch of apparatus on the floor, uh, some, some vials, some bottles, and uh, I'm just uh, going through a whole bunch of things, listing off some things, and I'm going round the corner, and uh, I'm just... Uh, I'll be with you in a second, Mr. Ty. I'm just going to... It might have just been some weird smoke or something. I say to no one. <laughs> As you try to potentially reason with what Smith may have seen in your own mind in a, in a, in a, in a haze of denial. Okay. Jed, what is it you're doing behind the cart? Yeah. Are we? Did this just happen again? Gosh. Better than buffering. Hello? Mm hmm. All right. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was yeah. in there for a really long time. I noticed. And I was like, is yeah. he? What? Jed, what are you doing behind the cart? Um, okay, so I'm just, I've got a whole bunch of things here on, on, on the floor with me. Um, I, I'm, I'm mixing reagents. I'm making a lot of mess right now. Uh, my, my entire, everything is a mess. This is all uh, purely theory right now. Um, uh, 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 <laughs> there's a bit of a... You know, explosions here. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> and uh, I'm just, uh, I I'm pretty excited because I've never really done this before. Um, I I've got a whole bunch of things, you know, like there's, there's, there's uh, so some spare metal on the floor. There's a stick from uh, my, my apparatus and I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm, okay. Um, uh, okay. Um, Mr. Tai? Mr. Tai? Um, you might have to come here, please. And get up and wander around to wherever the hell he is. Okay. All right. I uh, you have. You know what? In fact, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, one second, one second. Okay. Um, just give me one more second. And all right. Um, give me your favorite weapon. I start looking at all of my weapons and and I have what is essentially an existential crisis. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I like pull out one of the sticks and I'm like, that's not my favorite. Then I pull out a dagger and then returning dagger. And then I look at him and then I go for the bow again. Then I look at him again and I... Your favorite... No, what do you mean by favorite? I can't do that. I can't do that. All right. Uh, so if you are to use something to clobber something that does the most damage, which is it? Give it to me. Well, am I trying to kill it? Well, uh, no. Just uh, 
to hurt it. You know, it's a weapon. It's uh, a weapon. I'm one of the screamer sticks. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm going to. <laughs> well, you never know. I'm going to grab a larger vial. Um, in fact, it looks more like a like a jug, almost. And I'm going to put it on the floor. And some of the regions that I have remaining, I'm going to then uh, uh, spill into the, into the jug. Um, so you see this uh, dull yellow, uh, almost like ochre kind of a sap substance go inside the jug. I'm going to mix it with something that's teal and then something clear. And the mixture starts to, starts to effervesce. You see some steam uh, going up. Uh, oh, um, don't, don't breathe this. <laughs> and I go at this for a while. And then after I, I am going to take a deep breath and then just blow into the mixture. And I'm going to stop stirring physically. And we're back. Sorry about that. I seem to have shocked the stream deck, and that is why everything went crazy. But we're back, and Jet was about to, or Meyer was about to tell us about how and what ritual they were doing. Um, okay. I, 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 I don't know exactly where I left off, but uh, I went behind the caravan to... Mm -hmm. uh, to, to work on this thing. I've never done it. So I, I, I'm essentially just trying to make sure that everything is going to work correctly as it is. I'm doing some experiments. Uh, I have a bunch of apparatus in front of me. Uh, some vials. Uh, some you've seen before that I use for my spells. Things like Firebolt and stuff. And they're just laid out on the floor. And uh, I, I don't know exactly where we were before, but after a lot of trial and error, a lot of mixing things around, you know... Um, I mean, there was a teal eventually... potion, and I believe there was also uh, some other color. That's what yes. I got out of it. Right. Cut out. Uh, okay, so uh, there, was, there was a teal potion that I poured into, uh, into this large vial. Uh, I've mixed it in with something else that looks like yellow ochre, like uh, like yes. a tree sap, but golden amber, and uh, they're all uh, coalescing inside. Uh, and it's at this point, I believe I called Mr. Tai over to the side, and um, I was asking him what his favorite weapon was, because right now, this is very important at this juncture, that I need him to tell me right now, uh, and he, he needs to give it to me, uh, the item, uh, uh, so I can get, so I can con do the thing. <laughs> And he passed you the screamer stick. Yeah, I had a small existential crisis and then threw you an screamer stick. Okay, um, can you describe the screamer stick for me? So what is it made of? What is the texture of the stick? What was it made of? Myth? It yes. was literally a piece yep, of it a building. <laughs> it was a piece of, it was like a tarp pole. Yeah, it was a, yeah, just a piece it of wood. It was a particular kind of like hardwood from somewhere around Aftokia. Yeah. yeah, it was. Okay, yeah. Um, so it's a, it's, <laughs> but it is literally just like a, uh, a, a stick that I've, um, poorly uh, fashioned into what would be an Eskrima stick, but it really is just a okay. length of wood. <laughs> Are there mm -hmm. any imperfections in it? Any cracks? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm going to, uh, like I said before, uh, Okay, just lay it on the side there for a second, and uh, so I'm going to start stirring the the, the, uh, the concoction in the pot, and you see as this yellow sap mixes with this teal, and as I'm mixing it with the rod, you can see because of how viscous the entire mixture is, it's hard for me to move around, and then I, I let go, and I just, I take a deep breath, and I blow into the mixture, and as it does, it continues to stir, 
without any external forces. And you start to see as slowly this mixture starts to go from this really thick uh, suspension into this clear, almost white solution. And as it does, I breathe into it again. I ask Mr. Tai, uh, Mr. Tai, um, I-, I need you to do me a favor, please. I need you to uh, come here, please. And uh, I know you, you you hate magic or you, you don't, it, it's weird with you. You don't have the same stake in the spell win that Miss Vasha does, but I'm going to need you to do me a favor and take a deep breath. Breathe into you where, where your power comes from and then blow in, into this, uh, in, into the vial. Can you do that? Uh, yeah. Okay. But, uh, it's one of those things you have to... to believe. So... in your own time, and I demonstrate, I take a deep breath, and I blow into the flask. Uh, I look at him expectantly. Like like that. Alright, don't look at me. Okay. Taking a deep breath. I envision what I imagine or what I think my mother looked like. And then... I blow into the uh, mixture. In your mind's eye, what color is Ty's energy? You know how Violet, sorry, you know how Vasha, when she does anything that involves her power, there's a violet, almost lilac kind of touch to it. What's Ty's chakra? Yeah. Uh, so a lot of my spells are, are similar. When I do the Booming Blade spell, it's very similar to the way that Vasha does it. It comes out in a, uh, in a purple color, but I, okay. I don't imagine that that would be the same. I think that that's just that he's invoking... How he's been trained. Yeah, the same portion of the Spellwind, or he's pulling it from the same place, or in, this, right. in the same way that Vasha uh, summons her spell um uh-huh. i think ty uh would it would be hues of red and yellow uh but mostly orange i would imagine okay orange hmm. so as you breathe out you close your eyes and you open them and as you do you see this wisp come out of you that looks sort of like how when the spell wind manifests itself like it does, as you can see here if you're watching, it just come, like, it comes out and uh, it meets the flask. And as it does, when I've been breathing, it's been making the concoction go clockwise and it's been stirring clockwise. When yours comes to meet it, it comes and it meets anti-clockwise and you see as this clear solution starts to stop. 
And when it does, it starts to make this noise as if the rim of the flask is is now being, uh, well, is now resonating. And this white substance, this white fluid now starts to seem to luminesce, starts to give out light. And you see as it almost looks as if it's a lantern, but it's like a, a white lantern, like a you know, tungsten white light, like a like the DM said before, but it's just in this jar. And then I'm going to ask Ty, okay, uh, place your weapon inside the flask. It's, it's, uh, I, I, it's like the most lumbering, not neat, not careful thing ever. Yeah. I literally just like jam this stick Lazily into the Lazily placing, flask. fuck, yeah. Okay. The second it meets the fluid. I'll need you both There's to a make large... an arcana check. Okay. Oh, fuck. I fucking hate this spell wind. Says okay. Ty. Oh, thank God. <laughs> All right. Go All right. ahead. So, what happens? The second it meets the fluid, it disappears. And, like, ding, 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 ding. The, the uh... A screamastic lands inside the flask. And then you see all those imperfections in the stick. You know, the cracks from the growth, from the weathering of this, uh, you know, once branch. They start to glow faintly with this pale white orange light. And then it goes dull. But those cracks, which used to be black, still remain almost as if, like, it's uh, this bleeding of this, like, tree sap, orange in color, the same color that came out of Ty when he blew into it. And I uh, take it out and I hand it over to him. And, uh, okay. Now you can slap a ghost. (laughs) What'd you do to it? Um... I'm not too sure. Oh, wow. Right. Perfect. Uh, I like, I pull the other Screamer stick out. Now do that one. Oh, huh. I'm afraid I can only do it once. I don't have enough reagents, and uh, quite frankly, it'll take too much out of me to do so. All right. Why'd you make it orange? I fucking hate orange. You um, change the color of it. You can paint it if you want. Oh, fucking all right. How long is that going to last? Uh, it, it will last until you don't need it anymore. Pretty open-ended. It'll last until we need something else. It'll last until I need to focus on something else. This magic, it's equal parts you, equal parts me, equal parts the reagents we used. All right. Um... Well, if you see a ghost, let me know. Okay. So now, through this, the striations and the cracks, there are bits of black or bits of orange? What was... Um, it's white, like okay. tree sap. Okay. But you know like how some people dye their hair two-toned? Uh-huh. It's like towards the... 
it, it kind of goes white to orange, like to deep orange, like a, that. yeah. Cool. All right, so now that you have this arcane-infused screamer stick, I can I put it on my uh, my belt, and I don't, and I just go back to the other side of the tree cool. and sit down and carry on, and don't even seem to care. Right. So it's not seeping out of the stick, you know, mm-hmm. but it's almost as if now the stick has some extra depth to it in those old imperfections where you can almost see into it like it's got a whole new dimension to it. And that's where those colors are inside. And they're dull for now. They don't emanate light like the concoction that we worked on just now. I'm, like, not even looking at it. Okay. <laughs> I wipe my brow, I collect my stuff, and I'm going to sleep. And <laughs> then you, you are out. Okay. Confusing takes a lot out of you. Okay. I catch up against the tree. Yeah. Purposefully not looking at the stick and wait for a ghost. Make me a perception. Make I, hope, I hope there is one just because of after all that I just want to see you see off in the distance there is some movement what type of movement uh, something is rustling in the distance when you said the distance you mean within the camp or like um, outside of the camp Oh, it's outside. Okay, that was terrifying. I stubbed my cigarette out on the uh, on the tree. Is uh, is Smith around? I thought you see within eye shot of me. All right. Uh, I move around the back of the tree, uh, and I attempt to stealthily approach whatever this rustling is. Because this could very well be literally yeah. Smith. Take me a stealth. I'm trying to move through the underbrush. 13. I'm not doing well because I don't do well in the underbrush. Yep. This isn't a cobblestone street or a dock. Yeah, you try to silence your footsteps, but silencing your footsteps with ease of weight doesn't quite work on fragile sticks as they underneath you because you still need to drop your weight on them and when you do they start to snap and crack Um, but as you do start to make your way toward this thing in the distance you start to realize that it is in fact just smith (laughs) what is he doing why is what what, why is it uh, a, a thing that looks like a disturbance well because he was off in the distance of the underbrush nighttime so as you start to make your way, you do realize that Smith is just there. Um, probably still at some sort of unease, as if looking for something or trying to figure something out. But, Smith. I look at Ty. You do hear Ty approaches. Mm-hmm. 
see anything? Nothing new. Could both of you make me perception checks? Actually, could everyone make me perception checks? Jet with a 24. Natural 20. Not that it matters now, but I'm going to roll with disadvantage because I'm... Okay. Feeling like I'm not very... Um, In it. Focused. Okay. Five. Take inspiration for self-inflicting disadvantage. Um, so yeah, everyone besides Smith. Smith, you're sort of in this puzzle, this unspoken puzzle in the back of your mind, but everybody else, you do notice uh, there is some movement coming down the road from down as in from the uh, western side toward you. Oh, crow pro. My crow pro is facing that way. Yeah, you uh, you close your eyes and you think about the, the raven and uh, you start to see uh, torchlight on the back of large beasts making its way marching toward you. Um, for a couple of moments go by, uh, those who are at the caravan, you start to notice it as well, that there are four large beasts stand about 10 or 15 feet high. Holy as shit. As they start to then lumber through into the space. There are torches on the back of them, and... Do they have trunks? They do. Tusks. They also do have trunks and tusks. Yes. As uh, you start to see these uh, elephants start to then walk, or these mammoth, these um, what are they? What are they? What are they? Uh, not cephalopods. What are they? Uh, yeah. Cephalopods. No, that's those. Those are those are those are octopi octopedes. So yeah, you make your way. Uh, Octopus elephants. Oct that's that's it. They have tentacles. Uh, and they start to lumber toward uh, east, toward you, um, the same direction that you're going. Uh, and as they get closer, you do notice that there are uh, about three people to the back of each one. Uh, there is uh, a large basket uh, with embers on the back of one of them, just sort of smoldering as the wind from up in that height or the breeze starts to uh, tickle the embers and it starts to glow for a moment as... They start to make their way uh, east from this, uh, from the western way down this road toward you. Where's Varsha right now? Do I see her? You check in the crow pro and you don't see her in sight. Varsha, where are you at this moment? Uh, how much time has passed? Is it like well into the... An hour or two since and... the last time we met with Varsha. Um, okay, I think I am, but it's like we're we're done for the day, right? Yeah, so we're yeah. eating and preparing for bed and kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um I am probably um Oh, I'm sorry. Sitting no, over just like partially. It was probably maybe about only like a half hour since when oh, we okay. started to make camp. Yeah. 
Okay, so then I'm probably somewhere near having just finished uh, helping set up the camp and like the cook site and all that stuff. I'm probably just now like sitting down at uh, my uh, my spot, my camp. Okay. I'm braiding my hair and I'm tying it with uh, Tenno's uh, ribbon. Uh, you're in the camp? Yeah. In some really obvious place? Oh, I'm I'm moving over to Varsha immediately then. Varsha! What? Over there, look. Point towards all the lights on the coming towards us. Mm-hmm. And you start to see flickering lights through the mist uh, in the distance. Mist, of course, has started to gather because when Geoloon goes down, you start to get that, that humidity and precipitation. As it does, it starts to hug, and you could see uh, through the fog or through... Uh, the mist that there is a flickering of some sort of torchlight and also these beasts, which you've already noticed. Yeah, I see them. All right, well, I have a word. I'm going to be um, somewhere over there. And I point towards the other side of the road and start to attempt once again to stealthily move into a position just in case these people are not friendly. All right. I'm, uh, I'm already gone. Okay. I, I was trying to sleep, but I guess with my natural 20. Yeah, uh, you do start the, the stamp, to feel it, I think, more you hear than... You fucking elephant yeah. noise. Yeah. Like in Godzilla, you know, like how the uh, water in the glass starts to shake and you can see the tremors mm-hmm. inside the thing. Maybe perhaps I could see that before. Yeah, with one of your bottles. going for it then. He almost yeah. went for it. <laughs> I, I have got a mustache. It doesn't work. Um, we need Elspeth. <laughs> oh, that's what you hear. Um, so the... Uh, Thank you so much. There you go. Uh, as, uh, you start to go to sleep and you start to feel it and you open your eyes and you do start to see the rippling on one of your potions nearby uh, and signifies that something big is walking in a pattern uh, as you start to crawl or make your way toward uh, sight of this. You do start to see this uh, procession of elephants. I will remember what they are. Majestic. Pack, pack, pachyderms. Yes as they start to make their way toward you. Okay. Like I said, there's a large brazier or basket on the back that has embers that are uh, glowing every once in a while. And there are two or three people that seem to be in these large robes uh, that cover most of their their face and head as they are making their way uh, through or down the, the, the road. There is one of them with a large ceramic head that uh, seems to go up and around their um, like up shoulder width as it goes up into a mess of curly hair. The mess of curly hair uh, that is, of course, porcelain uh, does sort of uh, signify a, a red hot ember or as well as a red hot uh, mane of hair as it just sort of dances up toward the crown of this... Uh, whatever this may be uh these do people, i recognize sort of... them at all even from like illustrations uh back home no no okay um uh, yeah as, uh, but you do this the the there is a bit of scrambling between some of the people from eftoki and also some of these prisoners as there is a bit of anxious worry oh. as people okay. start to get a bit uncertain about this um as almost to signify that they've never seen it either Okay. Um, 
then I will do my best. I'm like, I don't want to shout so that these people can hear me, but I will kind of walk through camp and just be like, you know, tell everybody re remain calm, like, you know, be mm -hmm. ready, but don't start anything because they might be friendly, right? They might be kind and just passing through. So I just try to steady everybody and then I wait to see if they um, stop and or just pass by. But I don't have my I don't have my hand on my sword or anything like that. I just want to be kind of watching them walk by or go I'm by. I'm going to move somewhere safe but close by to help yeah. if anything happens. <laughs> I will stand very visible <laughs> as like the camp leader. <laughs> the camp leader. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to give that impression so that they stop and talk to me and or come to me to murder me. Okay. It'll be fun. As you sort of wait for this large uh procession uh pack a pachyderm procession procession derms uh make their way toward you um mm -hmm. the they do sort of stop with a halt uh as they are there they stop with a, a slowing and then sort of stop near you and uh the one with the large ceramic head takes off this uh large ceramic head and underneath is one that doesn't doesn't quite match. Um, a very wrinkly uh, sort of visage, uh, male it looks like, with uh, pointed ears, bald, and um, a lot of scars and dappling on the top of his head, as well as uh, shoulders as well. Um, dark eyes signifying some sort of um, some sort of wood elf uh, and some sort of uh, or some sort of elf, at least. And uh, he uh, says, and hello. Hello. Uh, so I know a little bit of Elvish, so I will try to mm. respond. If he is, if he's speaking in common, I'll speak in common. But he if does, he's, he does speak in Elvish to start. Okay, then yes, I will. I will respond okay. back. Uh, I. Sorry to interrupt your rest. We are trying to make our way east. Is that also where we are going? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's no trouble. Hmm. We are looking for a Toki. Is have we passed, or is it just? What? No insight check. Why are they fucking looking for Aftoki? Are they? That sounds like it's a war party. Are you kidding me? I would like to. May I, please? You may, of course, you can. Okay. Twelve. Good luck, Varsha. Yeah, they seem to be looking for Aftoki. Um, the yeah. All right. Uh, he mentions. Uh, we are humble travelers looking to make passage. Is he, does he have storms. any weapons on him? He was wearing like a battle helm, right? A or large was it just ceramic, a decorative? A large ceramic okay. head um, right. that could be seen as a battle helm. It could also be seen as some sort of idol. Yeah. Um, but do they, in the baskets, do they have weapons as well? Not in the baskets, but you do see some of them have clubs, um, and they also seem to have 
this darkened steel weaponry as well. Okay. It's almost like an unpolished iron. Like, so steel being, of course, brushed, but then out of the forge, already sharpened. I guess I'm wondering if they're wearing armor as if they're going into battle or if they look like they're simple travelers. They look like they're humble, simple travelers. They are all robed in uh, a large, uh, large drapery. Um, There is the one with, like I said, that large uh, ceramic head, Um, but they are looking to make their way, at least what they say is make their way to Toki. Yeah, okay. Um, and why are you looking for Aftoki, if you don't mind me asking? Well, I mean, no disrespect. Of course, we are looking to try to make passage across the Jade Sea. Soldier awaits. And what's that? <laughs> Soldier. The God of justice, the Garden of justice and light and retribution. You may know them as Solaire. Make me a religion. I am fucking faking it because I know I don't know what this is. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you grew up in a grew up in a. Yeah, and I'm. I doubt they would educate me at all on any other, unless it was like. Well, then make me a deception 14. instead of a religion. Okay. But you don't know who Solaire is. You may have heard the name. So Nat twenty. Okay. Well, maybe I feel something. Oh, okay. what did still, you ask me? It doesn't me matter. To do? It's deception. Oh, okay. That's fine. Oh, it's, deception. Doesn't oh. matter. It's still rolled a natural okay. twenty. Okay. So it doesn't matter what it is on the dice. Um, okay. Yeah. So uh, you are did Jet? Did you say something? Oh, um, it was a question about the Empire. So mm-hmm. because Roltein is the God King, it's not like there are sanctioned religions. There's only one. Religion, yep. so Correct. they wouldn't even know any bands, gods, or anything. Right, exactly. Yeah. Everything is okay. Uh, so as you sort of nod in deception, uh, they... Uh, kind of like, oh, of course, how could I forget so kind of thing. Like, uh, yeah, duh. It's, yeah. Of course, it's that time of year that you make your annual pilgrimage, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, right, I'm guessing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they, this person then goes, mm, yes. So we will go and visit the lost site, of course, across the sea. Um, and that and is up ahead. Uh, then, yeah, assume. I will give them directions to Aftohi. I'll be like, it is, you know, you haven't passed it yet. We just came from there. About an right. hour, right? How long were we traveling? Half day? Yeah, that's about half a day. I'll tell them half, a day. half day, yeah. Very well. About half day that way. Wonderful. Well, thank you, and we will be on our way. Um, have a safe journey, mm-hmm. sojourn. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Very well, you heard. We must. And you hear the elephants, and they start to then, elephant noise, uh, start to then slowly uh, turn around and awkwardly make their way <coughs> back toward. Holy Eftoki. shit. <laughs> Okay, I probably immediately sit down and sigh a huge uh, sigh of relief because, oh no, <laughs> oh no. Okay, cool. Battle music, that's great. 
Anyway, I don't know that. I'm relieved because I think that they are just fucking off in the other direction and hopefully not going to destroy that town. And I will say as such, I think out loud to Jet. Jet, you're nearby. No, I'm alone. You guys left me here alone, uh, right? No, I was nearby. Oh, okay. okay, nearby. I was hiding um, in the corner next to you. <clears throat> well, they seemed like they were just traveling. To where? Aftoki. Why? Um, some sort of pilgrim pilgrimage, I think. They'd have to ask somebody here. Did we no see idea. any elves in Aftopic? Were they elves? Elven? DM? Yeah. Did I yeah. recognize? Those um, were elves. Yeah. Those were elves. Yeah. Did we see before. any of their kind in Aftoki before? I don't know. No, but they are allied. Okay. And the elves uh, will continually bring them like uh, uh, resources and stuff like that. They've got good trade going on between them. So I imagine it's fairly common. To see elves, but maybe not these elves, obviously, because these guys freaked out. Oh, okay. Yeah, you've never seen elves like this before. Uh, yeah. They're uh, they're wrinkled skin, uh, as well as the pockmarked heads and shoulders uh, under their large billowy robes uh, of like bright earthen colors, um, as well as their very dark, uh, aqu aqu like also accompanied with their dark skin. And uh, also, not, not haven't seen probably an elephant before either. Which yes. Yeah. Yeah. DM, how did the orcs in the camp react to what just happened? They were um, the orcs. This and that entire time were pretty anxious, as well as you were, as if they've never seen these people before. Okay. So mm. they now know that they're going to Aftoki. Correct. Um, no, they don't. Because yeah. the, this was an elvish conversation. Oh, that's okay. true. Yeah. Okay. Oh, then right. yeah, I will translate it. I guess I will, okay. you know, summarize what happened. Yeah, they're going to have Toki for something called sojourn. I think it's a religious thing. Um, I believe at this point, um, Brother Sykes comes over as well and goes, yeah. "Did you all see that?" Yes. What was that? I don't know. What was it? Well, um, uh, some sort of elven party of travelers looking for Sojin. So, so, Sojin. So, looking for Sojin? Sojin. A, so, a, a, a god? Sojin? Sojin. Do you, do you know it? Uh, yes. Uh, Sojin is a fallen god once known as Solaire. That's, uh, that's, that's exactly what he said. And what is that? Uh, well, Gordon, uh, the, the way the hierarchy works between uh, divinity uh, usually goes as such. Um, there are um, uh, god and goddesses who will then compete for each other's spot in the ranks of uh, divinity. Uh, gods can overthrow other gods. Mortals can overthrow gods and become gods themselves. Uh, it, it is said that uh, Soljin is a fallen god of justice and light, and now uh, serves its life in solitude and eternity in solitude as the goddess, or, I'm sorry, the goddess of 
uh, fire and redemption. And what were you saying that they were going to do? Cross the Jade Sea. Well, that means they are probably going to the holy site where... Uh, that's right, that's right. That's what he said, yeah. Cord the Skybreaker uh, through the uh, Mount Typhus uh, into the sky at the sun, or at least at the sun at the time, and was, of course, uh, what was and overthrew Solaire, uh, capsizing his entire uh, divine palate into creating the mixture that is what it is he now serves, that uh, force of... Uh, evil and redemption and fire. It's, uh, it could be quite uh, a dangerous thing, but also if these are people who uh, uh, know uh, their way and what they are doing, then they should be relatively safe if they are not uh, at least held back in any sort of uh, path. I think I just, I raised my hand up without thinking to signal the, that Smith and Ty can come back. Uh, but I'm still paying attention to what he's saying. Um, a site? Uh, yes. Do you, do you know more about this holy site? Uh, uh, not much more than what is told in books. Um, uh, uh, the Skybreaker um, uh, rose up and uh, questioned for an unknowing reason the, uh, the god of justice or the goddess of justice at the time and uh, challenged him in a divine conquest and uh, it is said they lifted the mountain of Mount Typhus uh, into the sky and had uh, cast upon uh, the, well, uh, overthrowing the divine being itself falling into the abyss that is locked under the ground. Have we ever told uh, Mr. Sykes about uh, Site 6? Is there a connection to this? That's what I'm wondering. Site 6? Um, we know of a place in the Empire or a person. An area? an entity called Site-6. Um, at least that's what the God King called him. Um, when you say the Holy Site, I, I, I just, I, I don't know if there's any connection. Is, is there? Um, do you I, know of any it? other Holy Sites, brother? Yeah, weren't you looking for one or didn't you come from one, brother? When we found you originally? Uh, I was uh, I was on my way to uh, oh, to Blue Falls, I believe. I don't remember where it was, uh, but I do not. Uh, uh, I and other sites, you say. Um, there are other holy sites, of course, uh, scattered throughout Hearth. I'm sure um, uh, on the spine. I don't. I would assume yes, but uh, any I know of. Um, what would somebody? want with them if uh, if These the garden yes like controlling them the points I am uncertain I've not 
uh, I've not heard of what it could uh, mean, what that... Uh, but I would assume if it's at all like um, uh, the uh, ley lines of uh, the shattered sunder, uh, the shattered world that it is uh, hearth, then there could be something along those... I, 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 I couldn't quite begin to imagine what you could do. Um, you having control, I'm not entirely certain what you are okay. getting at. You I'm just need trying to understand. Yeah, go ahead. You mentioned challenging gods before. Yeah, that's... Or yes. a mortal becoming a god. Yes. You wouldn't need a sight to do that, would you? No. No, no. Not, okay. not, not that I've... Not that I've heard or learned from what I've known. Okay. So they're just going on their way, on a pilgrimage, nothing <laughs> we should worry about. Well, I mean, I, it is believed that uh, the uh, Halo Walkers of uh, Soljin try their best to uh, reincarnate, reawaken Soljin back from his uh, eternal chasm-like prison into reality, into our plane. So it could be an issue. I, I just looked at Vasha. <laughs> I also look confused because I don't think I believe in this. So I'm just like, what? Um. But that is interesting that they're, get, they're making a pilgrimage to uh, the Ring of Storms. Hey. That's the only thing I would assume that is beyond the Jade Sea. Where's the Jade Sea? Which way am I facing? faces east um I, okay. I guess I turn him 90 degrees to his right yes, to thank you the, yes that's the, the north that, 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 yes that way could have just said north from here right so sorry it's alright but yes it's um, just Jade C uh, you know, I'm sorry. You would probably have known this anyway without having the silly scene. Uh, Jade Sea is what uh, Evervale is. Evervale is on the coast oh, of the Spine towards okay. the Jade Sea. So All across right, okay. uh, across the Jade Sea, there is uh, something known as the Ring of Storms, uh, also known as Horde's Fist, which has been named by uh, which has been named by Evervale and the Evervalian Empire. Uh, people outside okay. yes. of yes, people outside of. The Evervalian Empire would call it the Ring of Storms, which you are starting to pick up on. Um, yeah, okay. But uh, Horde's Fist is what you probably know it as. Is that it's that island uh, just on the map? Uh, right. That over... crazy island with spikes. Yep, that's the one. Okay. Whoa. This one way okay. over here. This one way over. I saw your thing, your marker. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. All right. Um, Which would explain this large crater of a missing mountain. Wow. Okay. No That's big deal. We did the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are they going um, to get the elephants across to, the, to that place? I have no idea. Do they look Maybe aquatic? They have... Maybe they have some sort of magic. No, they did not. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't know. I've, I've, 
feel weird about it, honestly. I suppose it doesn't really affect us right now or our current goal, our mission. Smith didn't come back, so I'm assuming he's following them. We'll have to wait until they come back and can tell us more. Okay. We still have the use of this stone for the day, just in case, but I wouldn't use it until he needs to. All right. I know. I'm going to go let them know that um, people are headed to Aftoki, and maybe I'll send one of them back early. Okay. Yeah. And so that is what I will do. I will head over and I will go speak to um, go speak to them and let them know, like, hey, this they this is what they were saying, and they were heading here, and they seemed okay. But do one of you want to like rush back right now? Yeah. And warn off Toki just in case. So. And then. That's what I do. Yeah, I think um, there is some unease as you tell one of these orcs about. Uh, about their their way toward Eftoki and how they're uh, heading that way. One of them um, one of them doesn't break off. I think there's a bit of an argument between two of them, but they end up one of them ends up staying. Um, so all three caravans still stay where they are. Oh, really? Nobody goes back? Not well, even, okay. I think I think you would probably discern from the body language that they argue about having a path and a route and how who yeah, would go okay. back uh, and beat them there. I don't know if they would be able to beat a caravan uh, of elephants there to warn them um, okay. con- with a wagon. So it's like, it's sort of a, how do you pass by them without? So there is like, there's a little bit of a, uh, a an argument, but there are a discussion and a debate about what they should do, but they all end up staying where they are. All right. But, Smith, what are you doing? I am invisible. And I am trailing these elephants. And I am investigating. I am looking to see if, if to the best of my ability, um, they mean harm. I don't speak Elvish. So I didn't understand whatever that conversation was that Varsha had. So what I would have done would have been to move around the elephants, look at any armaments that they might have, look at things from a tactical perspective, and try to see if they mean I've took you any harm. It's very rare in my life that people have treated me the way that the people in Aftoki did, mm. without fear, just with gratitude. Something I haven't experienced before. And I find myself caring. So I am very curious yeah. if they mean any harm. Do you think Smith if knows they this? they do. Or is it just out of instinct? They are... They came upon us. And they did no harm. But I am... Skeptical. Always. Okay. Okay. So... I would just... Look to see what kind of threat they are. If yeah. they appear... Like they would be... A major threat to Aftoki. <sighs> 
I think I wouldn't act immediately, but I would assess as best as I can. Move back to the group. I can be very fast when I want to be, so I'm not worried about them getting out of range. Now give me an insight as you are tracking. Also give me a survival or a stealth. Or an investigation? Yeah, yeah, you can give me that. Investigation and a uh, stealth. Okay. Twenty-four on the investigation. Now I'm invisible. Mm -hmm. Would you say that I have advantage on this stealth check? I would say you have advantage. Yes, for sure. All right. So that's the twenty because Perfect. my armor configuration negates mm -hmm. the disadvantage. Cool. So you um. Easy as you follow, um, as you start to trail around and start to orbit the uh, procession that starts to make their way and starts to turn around. And when they did turn around, that awkward like uh, movement where they were near the campsite and they the, these three elements started to like lumber by each other, you're able to get a good view. Uh, on their right side, as they all sort of did, but then you started to track around to their left and to get a good uh, view of what it is they're carrying and what it is that um, they are probably intending. With a 24 investigation, you notice that they do have a large amount of canvas bags. Um, there are also large amount of leather satchels as well over draped over these uh, these elephants. There are large rugs as well, or large tapestries that are over their, their backs. There is one that has the large basket of coals that, of course, you can smell the, uh, the charred wood uh, sort of uh, whip through the air as the gusts uh, blow through. The charred, the, the basket of charred wood uh, is probably one of the only few things that throw you off about this entire configuration. Um, it you would assume it to be some sort of uh some sort of pious action or some sort of icon or idol to uh whatever they may believe um the large uh rucksacks around the uh creature's sides do indicate that it is probably full of rations uh, for a long trek. Um, there are the the last uh, the last elephant or this last uh, pachyderm has a base, a sort of built out of shambled wood and gnarled uh, briar branches that uh, are uh, lashed together, where some people are sort of sitting and swinging their feet. Um, you do notice some more of these dark-skinned elves, uh, as well as uh, some uh, uh, sunburned humanoids and uh, some uh, charred, uh, or not charred, like some um, uh, crisp skin of some sort of, of goblins and things like that. It looks like there is a, a slew of different um, uh, people on the back of this uh, on the back of this caravan, but they are on this caravan, but they all share the same sort of wounds, um, being this uh, either very tanned uh, or very uh, sun-blistered skin. 
as they sort of make their way uh, up north. Not much shows hostility except yeah. for the obvious large fire a the leader of this this has a large ceramic head of some sort of being that you haven't seen before um and uh but it all looks to the untrained eye looks to be a silhouette of war but you taking this longer look start to notice that this could just be a separate culture making its way north Mm. I imagine that I've seen quite a few people that believe in religions. And oh, you have? Probably, yeah. And you've also dealt with them? Yeah, yeah, I have. So when it comes to seeing icons of ideology uh, and um, different belief systems and different cults, because that's what they've all been to you and have all been told mm -hmm. to you. Um, these uh, these false gods and these icons of these different false uh, prophets and gods are all under the same blanket for you. But you do notice that these are all sort of the, the images and what I think Smith would recognize, I think what would also trigger in his mind that this could be an enemy of the crown. I think I take a moment and I probably stop moving. And I would say in my own head, These are the people. These are the people. And I killed. Not the same people. But the same idea behind them. They just wanted to live their lives. Why not agree with them? But I killed them none the same. That's the kind of person I am. Of course, they don't trust me. Why would they? Once they get far enough away where they probably wouldn't notice me, I'm going to drop my invisibility. A static slap. You snap into reality as you shut down your armors. Invisibility. The camera hangs over your shoulder as just way up ahead, there are three lumbering, torch-lit pachyderms as they just crest over a hill into some brush behind a, a rock. 
on the path. Um. Lord F. Toki. Yeah. I'm going to start walking back. I'm almost positive Ty would be out here, too. I don't think I saw Ty going off. Make a perception. But, um... think I would have seen him, but um, imagine he'd be out here somewhere too. He'd almost definitely see me dropping the invisibility, hmm. starting to walk back. Ty, you see, out of Invisibility. Smith, standing tall in the middle of the road, turns and walks back. His eyes start to scan around toward the brush, as if looking for something, but continues moving forward, unnoting, unknowing of your whereabouts. I think I would just, I would take note. I, I've probably been following the same... Thing, yeah. just watching them I doubt I would have made much of uh, of everything Sensor or as it. much as Smith did mm. but uh, if he starts turning back I probably would give them one last look and then uh, move through the underbrush from wherever I am and and jog up to where he is and uh, catch up and say well why are they going back some kind of cult or something. If Varsha send them back in, you know they are. No. They don't look like they mean any harm, though. Alright. Suppose we'll go back then. You ever wonder... Why we think so much alike? Uh, I'm guessing because they train you to be a killer on one side and they train me to be a killer on the other. You think we're all made the same? Just like we've come out of some sort of forge. Probably, yeah. Those of us that are forged. I know you don't trust me. I don't expect you to. I know what I did with Tenno. I know it seems extreme. 
It's the way I was taught. But I need you to understand something. Varsha is my only tether to this world. I would have left a long time ago if it wasn't for her. I wouldn't hurt her. Yeah, I believe that. I legitimately thought Tenno was a threat, not just to us, not just to any of the plans that we have come up with here, but a threat to the people of Aftoki, a threat to Varsha. So I acted as fast as I could. Yeah, I know exactly what you did. I've done it a thousand times myself. So you're, uh... You don't have to be like a one-man army anymore. You don't have to just go ahead and make choices by yourself. I split us off from the main entente because I trusted you. I trust Jet. I trust Varsha's got weird plans for some other way. You've killed people, I've killed people. Where's it got us? What have we achieved? There's a reason I threw my knives away. I'm using these fucking sticks. You think I'm too far gone? If I thought that those people... If I thought that those people were going to do anything to the people of Aftoki, I would have picked them off one by one. Right. I was out here as well now. You're too far gone in your head. You don't have to be anything. Really. What you've done up to now, that's one thing. What you do tomorrow, that's different, isn't it? Maybe. I'm not saying you're going to fucking absolve yourself of everything. You'll be laying on your fucking deathbed. You're going to feel like shit. Maybe you don't have to fucking kill every single fucking person that gets in your way. Maybe we can figure out some other way around it. My lot want to fucking kill everyone. Your lot want to fucking kill everyone. Has anyone really tried anything else? 
me no one fucking left. Tenno just felt different. I didn't want to put Varsha in that position where she had to make the choice. Yeah. I thought if I did it, she could just be mad at me. I'd rather she be mad at me than... I can take it. There's a lot of people that are mad at me. Even if it's her. Right, but where do we draw the fucking line, though? I don't know. No more blood. She don't want no more blood. Jet, I don't know what the fuck's going on with him, but it seems like he's lost his whole fucking family. My family were fucking burnt up. Do you even have fucking family? Aside from Varsha? I haven't had family for a long time. Right. I don't really remember them. I don't know. I don't know what we're supposed to fucking do. I got this weird feeling that everyone's been doing it wrong. But there's another fucking way through this. And it ain't the fucking spell wind. And it ain't fucking endlessly fucking cutting people up. Throwing bodies over the side of a fucking boat. If your first answer is just to fucking kill something. Then what hope have you got of changing anything? Or the rest of us? You're just going to create another smith. It's always what I worried about with Varsha. I was training her to be like me. But somewhere along the way, I realized she's different. Look, I, um, neither of us is good at this kind of thing. But, um, I won't burn your eyes out. Thank you. I'm going to extend a hand towards Ty. I look at him while he holds it out for a moment and say, I want to trust you, I do. I've got to make sure that you don't fucking turn on me or Jet. Go fucking mental on someone else we pick up on the way 
People can do I, weird shit. I don't do this often, time. I grab his hand, but I don't let it go. And I say, maybe kill is a second option. I'll give it a try. Agree on one thing, though. Vosh is special. I want to listen to what she has to say. Jed's got a future. I don't want to ruin that either. It may be. Both of them want to help people. And let's support that. say is I'll try. Fair enough. They're gonna need us to keep an eye out. Well, that we can do, can't we? If nothing else. Yeah. Alright, let's get back then. Yeah. Probably a bit worried. Hey, and thank so you, everybody. So good. That was so Holy good. Holy shit. Thank so you so good. much, Brad Wack. That was awesome. <laughs> yep. What a scene. Thank you so much, buddy. Uh, yeah, so that's been episode 30. That's right, episode 30 of Spellwind. Yo, uh, that was awesome. A lot of, dropped a lot of things today. A uh, lot of little lore things, little hooks here and there. Uh, got to see some picked up, got to see some walk away. It was awesome. Uh, so thank you so much for letting me dangle that stuff in front of you and letting me be your DM today. We're going to go around and uh, talk about us and uh, what we're doing here on Table Story and on the internet. We're going to start with Meyer. Meyer. Hello. Uh, my name is Meyer. I played Jet today, uh, and I had a lot of fun doing lots of random Jet stuff. <laughs> really good day for Jet. It was so good. Um, it was a lot of fun, like, uh, putting together, uh, you know, the whole Escrima enchantment stuff, and also the, uh, 
identification stuff. It's actually really funny. Like, um, mm-hmm. when uh, Cord sent uh, on uh, on Roll20 the, the scrambled letter, well, little did he know that for the past two days, well, I spent 12 hours, like, no, 12, like, I spent eight hours in A&E on my phone and I had this game, which was literally just, like, a <laughs> word nice. on Scrambler. Nice. <laughs> so I was like, magic missile, a displacement. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Already there. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, today was really cool. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I'm looking forward to seeing um, how Ty uses the, uh, you know, like uses the item that I made for him because I'm not going to tell him what it is until like you know he needs mm-hmm. to use it or you know, until yeah. it's situational. I hope we find a ghost now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope so too. Uh-huh. But uh, but yeah, that that was me. Today was really cool. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with our adventure. I mean, I know that you know PB doesn't like uh, you know travel and stuff, but. Oh no. Oh no. What is. Wait. You should still be able to hear me. Oh my god. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, they could all. Why? I'm just disconnected. Okay, and you can't hear. No, you could hear me. Can you hear me? But not them? Oh, this is perfect. What a weird. Wait, I think we're coming back. I'm coming back. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Nope, nope, nope. We got this. They want to end it, but we're not. No, I'm, I'm waving. Oh, 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 okay. uh-huh. oh, oh, and oh, hi, oh. everyone. Yeah, that was so I was weird. Literally saying there is poo in my bum the whole time. I think they yeah. heard that. Good. Yeah. That's hilarious because that's what I was saying. I was mouthing. Yeah. Brad is <laughs> probably talking mind. about poo poo in his bum bum. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Or they heard me and then saw all of that. I don't know. It was a weird one. Yeah. Anyway, Meyer, you were saying awesome things. So I was saying how Jet had poo in his bum the entire time, and that was it. All right. I did remember what you were saying until I didn't. And anyway. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I'm looking forward to seeing where we go. I think the last thing I said was how, you know, like... uh, Oh, yeah, BB hates uh, travel. Yeah, she hates travel. You made travel. Yeah, you made made travel pretty pretty cool. I mean, like, uh, you know, a lot of stuff was happening. There was never, yeah, never any, like, you know... I also hate travel, so it was hard for me to be like, okay, here we go, traveling. But also, so, I just love how, like, uh, you know, like, uh, when it comes to, like, you know, the identification stuff, like, how do I make this interesting while still giving him the the the, the ID? And that, that was that was really fun. Really you. cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wanted to also go along with what you were doing. Like, you were decoding something, so I wanted mm-hmm. to sort of let you, as Meyer, decode something. So instead of being like, it does this, I wanted to still let you have something, you know? So it was, it was fun to... I, I really liked it. I didn't... I wanted also to know um how you liked it so if we wanted to keep doing mm-hmm. it we can um but yeah so that was that was fun it was really cool it was creative and it gets you to think you know and to interpret things in a slightly different way even mm-hmm. if at the end of the day you will say oh actually it's this and you well, get a disadvantage that was also <laughs> what i was excited about was when you were like this is the like what was the first one the in- inner mist cloak um 
So the mist-lined cape. Mist-lined cape. Yeah, I mm -hmm. was like, ooh, okay, what if what if Meyer gives me something else? Do I just say oh. yes and then create something new yeah. off of it? Because yes, that would be because ah. that would be new. fun. Like what what would a mist-lined cape would be? And I'd be like, alright, is it a misty step Every cape? Every time you so, yeah. fart while wearing this cape. Exactly. You cast the fog cloud <laughs> spell. Exactly. On command. And you could do it three times a day. Ah. After, an hour and a half after every meal. Anyway, so thank you, Meyer. Anything else uh, Anything else we should uh, Otherwise, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Meyer, where I uh, do RP stuff. We do a bit of Star Citizen stuff, but not so much anymore. Um, I'm, like, trying to make Taking that a YouTube thing now and, like, do more, um, you know, do more RP stuff there instead. Uh, however, 317 is coming out. I'm going to try and drag Chord Mythmatic into that so we can, like, oh, you no. know, RP out all the new content and stuff, uh, whether he likes it or not. Oh, no. <laughs> going to drag you. Um, and uh, otherwise, yeah, twitter.com slash Meyer underscore test. Uh, and that's it. That's me. I, I do stuff. Hell yeah. Thank you, buddy. He does stuff. Speaking of doing stuff, Brad. Hello. I'm doing stuff. Um... I'm not really doing much, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> that was a lie. <laughs> I'm doing nothing. Uh, please um, follow everyone else here. Don't worry about anything that I'm doing. Nothing's happening. Everything's dead in the water. He's playing Hand Lego Star Wars on his channel. And handing it immediately over to PB, who has got so much stuff on that she will tell you she can have my part of the shout out okay all right the allotted time now goes and to five minute goes to, to shout out speaker and barry pumpkin berry please as you were hello hi time is forwarded to you thank you i was uh, forwarded and passed on yep uh-huh uh i am pumpkin berry and uh i think brad did that because in two weeks i'm gonna be jemmying another show jemmying 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 another show and it's got uh it's got some peeps from this cast in it too which is exciting impossible uh-huh and that's tuesdays 4 p.m eastern jimmy jimmy jim. it's called kingmakers it's gonna be great i'm so excited yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing i'm so and excited i'm pretty excited i'm doing something weird with magic so i think it'll be neat mm -hmm. no way yeah. pb doing something weird yeah not gonna happen no, no way no way i'm very excited it's gonna be sick Anything else? Thanks. Nope. That's okay. it. Okay. That's it. Come see us on Tuesday. Two weeks. Hell yeah. May the 3rd. May the 3rd. Go check out PB's channel where she's doing... Judgment. 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 I'm playing a detective and I'm getting really aggressively angry at a beat-em-up game, so... Yeah, perfect. Yeah. If you want to see me get aggressive and beat people up in alleyways, you can do that. <laughs> you can just head to her house, but if you'd like to watch her play video games... Twitch.tv slash pumpkinberry. Whack! Next hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Wack Steven. I played Smith for you today. Thank you so much for being here, as always. Uh, I am designing a TTRPG over on my channel. If you're curious about what that process is like, you should come check it out. It's been really fun. It's been really great. We, we played tested our... it on Saturday. It's awesome. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, PB. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we got to test it. I've had a really fucking rough few weeks, but... Mm. Um, I uh I I I'm very happy that my my cat who was lost uh I, I managed to find her yes. and um yeah that that definitely helped um 
and uh, we're having a really great time doing the TTRPG, and uh, it's it's been a really fun process, and I'm looking forward to doing our, our first session offline, sorry folks, uh, this weekend, yeah. and um, yeah, I'm very excited, uh, especially for PB's character, who she has kept everything in the dark from the rest of the cast. Yeah. Uh, not cast. Well, I didn't. I didn't. Just I'd, friend group. And I'm sure that I, I didn't might invite do it. someone Brad in my did it. spam. <laughs> <laughs> and he said friend group. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I forgot. Oh, let me. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm. Anyway, bye. I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm also GMing uh, Myth in Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Um, you should check that out on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, man, there's eight fucking people in there already. All right. Nice. Christ. I'm not the one. Now now there's nine. Right. (laughs) That would work. What about about Maya, though? It's okay. I understand. You know, like, uh, I also understand. I'm You're just going to go Caldy throw up because I can't invite everybody. Uh, but I run Rhyme of the Frost Maiden on Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern. You should come check that out because it's almost near the end. And Myth is in that and he's hilarious. He butt chugged a potion last week. Check it out. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> and this I is don't care. Butt chug. Hey, um, so thank you, everybody. This was awesome. And um, I, I, I thank you for watching. Thanks for watching Spellwind. Uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for being my cast. Brad, Meyer, PB, and Wack, you're all awesome. It really means so much that you're here and we get to play every week. It's an honor um, GMing for you, and it's an honor playing and having you all watch. Thank you, Table Story. Um, This is Spellwind. If you want to check out Spellwind or if you want to help me and support me as I write Spellwind and the the world that uh, it is in the world of Hearth and everything, you can go to patreon.com slash Spellwind. Um, I want to promise you more content on that, but good God, ADHD is a, is a struggle sometimes. So um, I am trying to write more. Uh, and usually when I write stuff, it just shows up in game. Or game happens, and then I have written stuff, because that's where it usually gets finalized. Um, so yeah, check out uh, patreon.com slash spellwind. Also check out patreon.com slash table story. And uh, check us out. Support us on all the things. Thank you, everybody, for having us and, and for your time and watching and everything. And we'll see you all on Friday for... Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Have a good night, everybody. Be well. Take care. Bye. 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 Oh, everybody. Bye. Bye.